Get inside the heads of Tom Ward and Joe Jacobs, the comedians behind Bear Boys Done Good. Plus Richard Gadd, creator and star of Netflix show Baby Reindeer. Have you seen Scoop on Netflix? We talked to the photographer who took that front page photo of Prince Andrew and Emily Maitlis. All on comedian Rich Wilson's Insane in the Men Brain podcast. Search Insane in the Men Brain wherever you get your podcasts. Insane in the Men Brain. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Today on Bad Boys Done Good, Rachel Paris, star of the Mesh Report, and about to embark on a national tour. She's funny, she's smart, and she ain't half easy on the eye. It's subscribe. Coming up. I'm gonna get, I feel like this not, is going to be the test. podcast that gets me cancelled. It could be. Were there any perverts on the set of Mesh Report? <laughs> R. Kelly or Michael Jackson? I guess suppose he gets to see my boobs. Well, you heard it here first. What me and my friends used to call throwdown. What is Ooh. that? What's that about? Oh, What is a woman? Take it away. It's great to be here. Welcome back to Bad Boys Done Good. Another episode with uh, where we got the wonderful Rachel Paris here. Hi, thanks for having me. You're very welcome. We were su- we were supposed to have uh, your husband with us, joining us. Yeah, that's he right. He cancelled. White privilege in full effect there. <laughs> but uh, we got to make allowances for what was it he was doing? Looking after our sick child at home. All right, okay. Well, that's, that's a good reason. I mean, that hasn't been verified, has it? Is there any sort of pictures or documentation or anything like that you can prove no. it? Because that's a good excuse, I find. If you're a parent, you just bring out the baby bollocks, don't you? Um, I would say if... if <laughs> this isn't verified, but he really, really, really wanted to do this podcast. Right. And I only really wanted to do it. That's the thing, because he was right. calling us saying, oh, please, don't, please, I need it. I need the numbers. I need the yeah. engagement. Please, I'll do anything. Please, let me come on the pod. He said he'll do anything. Anything. Jesus. He wants to get his Insta numbers up. He's, he's yeah. getting left behind, isn't he? We yeah. got you some stuff here. For, we went to work. <coughs> 
And she cough the grape juice. Cough over the discussion. That's always good for the uh, post-production. We got and you Patreon. Still- we've got quite a few. Uh, we've got a lot of incels, and they'll they'll basically turn anything into a sort of fetish. Okay, cough away, actually. So Maybe a, yeah, cough, they'll like a that. coughing blonde lady. That's right. Weakened. That's uh, right. It's, it's actually it's quite old school to fetishize the illness of women. That's been going on for a, young, a long time. Is that right? Yeah. If you look at like a lot of really classical stories, like Lab OM. Mimi in Lab OM is like she's got consumption and she's definitely made more fanciable by having consumption. Lab OM sounds like feminist. Is it feminist stuff? No, not really. Lab OM. Maybe explain to the incels watching mm. what. Uh, it's not to um, do with. It, it's not to do with labia. It's a totally different thing. If that's what you were going for. What's a labia? Oh no, I'm, I can't explain that to the incels, and they won't know because they won't have ever seen one. Oh, they've seen one. Right. Believe me. Oh, oh yeah, but not in real life. Not, not, in, not in real life. Only on a plasma TV. They got a Facebook marketplace. <laughs> yeah, seventy inches, <laughs> HD. Right. But yeah, we're, this it's actually is higher definition than it is in real life. Oh, that is strong. That's strong, isn't well, that it? That'll fix you up, darling. Oh, you went to white clothes because we know you're a classy, classy type. Thank you. That's very nice. It is tastes it? a bit like. Is it meant to be watered down? No, I didn't check actually. But, uh, you were talking about feminist stuff. I didn't realize you're actually a co-host of the Guilty Feminist. We had Deborah Francis White. She was our first guest. Yeah, a brilliant guest. Talked a lot. Oh uh, well, I've only I've done the Guilty Feminist like a few a handful of times. She has a really big variety of different co-hosts. Um, right. But yeah, I've done it a few times. I love working with her and Felicity Ward. Oh yeah, and Jess Foster Q. And uh, who is the one of the worst people on the podcast you don't like working with? Um, I don't think I can really say that or really think of any you're not even allowed to think of any i'm allowed to think of any but i haven't i haven't worked with anyone who i've thought was bad talking about feminist issues right there and equality you heard of only fans yeah only fans how do you feel about only fans yeah good good for them good for them but this is the thing so a broad that does only fans she's celebrated she's making an income she's doing whatever the fuck but a guy supporting her he's a scumbag why is that? I don't think that he is thought of necessarily as a scumbag. They call them pay pigs. Pay they? pigs. Oh well, right. this goes to show I don't I don't know enough about that world. I'm not on OnlyFans, and I have to say I haven't I haven't yet supported any of the women on it financially with my business. So obviously I'm not. I don't know enough about it to. So the women on on OnlyFans, mm-hmm. seen as girl bosses. Making sex work for them, right? Taking the power back, but the men that go on it are traditionally seen as grotesques, wankers, seedy bastards, bedsit dwellers. Do you two go on it? I haven't subscribed to anybody. You know, I have a look. I'm an analog guy, really. I like a magazine, like show. Big fan of that. VHS. VHS. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What sort of feminist are you? I find it hard because I feel like I'm meant to be. Because of the work I've done, I think I'm meant to be at the forefront of feminism, and sometimes I feel very old-fashioned mm. as a What feminist. does that mean? It means that I'm not the kind of feminist who gets my tits out. And right. sometimes I think that if you're a modern feminist, maybe you should be, and be all in on that. Getting your tits out is modern And feminist. consider that to be empowerment. And get I think yourself a pay pig. Yeah, yeah, I need a pay pig. Is Marcus... A sort of unsaid pay pig in your life. He's a pay prince. No, I don't make him pay for anything Anything that he gets. Because we're married, I suppose he gets it for free. Gets what for free? Well, I, guess, I suppose he gets to see my boobs. Right, right. Well, right. you heard it here first. 
yeah good to know i got a question right the f- from a feminist point of view do you think it's okay to enjoy the art of men who have uh, been accused of alleged criminal conduct men who artists who've been accused of criminal activity for example and michael barrymore michael jackson michael mcintyre these people were accused of michael mcintyre yeah Oh, there's a lot of chat about making time. I mean, alleged. This is the thing. It's alleged. It's, alleged. it's just alleged. But do you right. think we can still enjoy the art and, and and the gifts to the world that these people provide, I'm knowing that they have <laughs> skeletons in the closet? Well, first of all, I will say McIntyre. You answer that, but McIntyre is his trademark. He'll spank the runner's ass and then say, "Who are they going to believe?" <laughs> Who are they going to believe? And he does it with his arms out like he's on the front of his fucking DVD. It's a terrifying image for a runner to see that. Because that is abuse of power if ever I heard it. And he covers up the lapel mic yeah. while he's doing it. So it's not a hot mic. recording. Yeah. So there are recordings where you can just hear... Yeah. It's not going to stand up in court. And you but can't can, use it. But can I still enjoy, knowing that he has abused his power in that way, can I still enjoy his, his very funny routine about the man draw? Because we've all got man draws. That's right. It's hilarious. It's a very good observation. I think we can still enjoy the art of Michael McIntyre because I don't personally know that he's been accused of anything. Couple As for times. Michael Jackson, I, I don't know. I find it hard not to enjoy his songs. Mm. We had one of his songs at our wedding. Mm. Um, you know, don't stop. Do you get enough? Yeah. That one. And right. I, I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't have danced to it. It's tricky. Should Is there any clips of that? Stood solemnly. Why? You're going to try and pin me? Well, that's the kind of clip that will get, get around Twitter. Oh, God. There could be some heat on you. Because yeah, they come they for you eventually, don't they, Rachel? They come for you eventually, yeah. the Twitter people. Yeah. We've, We've had them here. We've had them here. We, we, have you? Ray's been dragged. No more course, Of course. For, I mean, even just using birds, I'll get, them, I'll get handed. Really? I'm, yeah. a, I'm a family man. I've got three girls. I've got a wife. It's not enough. Yeah. If I use the word bird, it undoes it all of it. Why is it that certain uh, terms for a, bro- a woman is seen as offensive and they're, they're quite innocuous? Like one of the worst things you could call a broad is a tot. Why is that? I don't think that's innocuous. I think that's very loaded. But why is it so loaded? Because a tot is delicious. Yeah. I've eaten tots. But language changes, doesn't it? And I think right. tart... Tart now doesn't mean pie anymore. What does it mean? It's a beautiful, delicious. It does mean that as well, but obviously it also has connotations of prostitution. So it comes from prostitution. So to do, I think it's quite slut shaming. So it's a, it's a Victorian term about a prostitute. I didn't know that. So hang on. I just saw it. It's like tart right. is a sweet, delicious, succulent. Right. right. You know, which like is many a good description. Beautiful. Right. All of this, I feel like completely not on steady ground here. You know, because feminism is changing. It's a safe space. The world is changing. Sex positivity is changing and growing. And uh, what what I would say is perhaps I think a lot of people would say that it all starts at the point where you point at a woman who's a stranger and say, "Look at her. She looks like." That's that's an important distinction for the incels watching. That's good educational info. This is bad boys don't go. We're trying to teach people to be better men. So. Any incels watching, if you're going to call someone a delicious tart, you got to do it from a safe distance between like-minded people. Don't let her hear it. Well, no, Rachel's saying you shouldn't say it at all. Oh, okay. Even even to yourselves. Don't, I always thought it's not right, toxic. Don't think about it. Don't say it. Not have any thoughts. Just think she's beautiful. That's all right. But not 
beautiful in a way where you not, want not anything beautiful. from it. Yeah, you think, oh, she's beautiful, but don't think, oh, she's beautiful. I wonder if she's a sex worker. No, no, I think we get confused because what I hear taught, it is about someone that, uh, you know, is exuding femininity. So maybe instead of saying she's a tart, you can say, hey, she's sex positive. Yeah, but you don't know if she's sex positive. You don't know if she's a tart. Yeah, you're spitballing. I can see. Yeah, you're just trying to you're trying to land on the one that's okay. There is a one. Is what you said. Um, Broad, bird, cow, tart. These are words yeah. we gotta, we gotta move it. on. As you say them in a list, I am coming back to like, yeah, probably none of those really. Okay, you got good men in your life. Marcus is <coughs> is a positive influence, but he's had his troubles. We heard that yeah. he had to check himself into the priory. He had an addiction to, uh, was it cheese and port? That's it, yeah. And how was that for you? How did you overcome that Must time? Must have been a tricky time for you as a family. Um, it, was, it was a dark time for him and the cheese industry. You've heard about it. He's told about it at that time to you, has he? Spoken about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Talked talk about it a lot. I can imagine that's the kind of thing that comes up at sort of dusk. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, maybe yeah. Su- just before sunrise. I can imagine Mark was lying there. <coughs> Just, I mean, you're a beautiful woman. You talk about privilege. Does being beautiful help, or is it a hindrance in comedy then, Rachel? When you go out, do you feel, is that useful, or do you feel like it'd be better if you were a big old boiler? Um, I don't think I'm beautiful, but I do think I can put on good makeup. Right. And, yeah, I think that's a huge advantage. Being able to put on good makeup? Yeah. Right. Well, you're very humble, clearly, because I think any, any geezer in, in fucking... South London would think she's an absolute cracker. Oh, thanks. Turns out I'm fine with cracker. Cracker's, cracker's nice. Cracker's yeah. nice. It's uh, it's not loaded. It's a right. cracker. It's like a Christmas cracker. Do you know what? It's a bit loaded, and turns out in real life I'm absolutely fine with it. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Right. So it's it's purely on You've a case by test. case basis. Yeah. <laughs> a creamy cracker? Would that be? No. All right. All right. No. All right. No. I mean, as a as a as a woman. When he's prowling around in the bedroom trying to get trying to get spicy, where do you go in your mind to cope with that? Because that can't be a pretty sight. <laughs> no, I'm I'm I'm. We're usually on the same page when it comes to that. Right, that's nice. To be honest, we have a two, we have a two and a half year old, so in terms of getting spicy, it's usually both of us going. Okay, we're both on a day where we have a bit of energy. He's at nursery. We haven't got work for two hours. Shall we? And we go, yeah, let's do it. I mean, that's a sort of a window. You've got to work in these little windows. You've got to work you? in the window. Why is it that the birds, during the night, they love all the taboos, they love all the disrespect, they love being talked down to, they love the man being a bit wrong? What happens at night that makes birds change so much? <laughs> I don't know. I can't explain that. But would you say that is a phenomenon? <laughs> yes. That's a reality? Yeah. No, and obviously it's not, it's not all birds, is it, who want that, but it is, it is some birds. Right. Who want that? Hmm. Within within the confines of like trust, they also want yeah. What what me and my friends used to call throwdown. What is Ooh. that? What's that about? Oh, I'm gonna get. I feel like this not, is gonna be the test. podcast that gets me cancelled. It could be. As a feminist, this is gonna be the one. Throwdown is when uh, uh, a man is able to um, be confident physically. Uh, in the bedroom right. uh, uh, not just in the bedroom like kissing like uh, everything leading up to that mm. a bit of throwdown is you know hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is what it's about. This is an exclusive. Here. Well, this is good for our, our listeners to learn what the women are actually saying to each other. That'll learn, that'll help them become better men. A guy say, Is that okay? <laughs> Can I continue? Are you enjoying that? I mean, that's going to take you right out. That's right. You need, so to, you need to lose yourself, don't you? That's the challenge. Right. So it's a delicate balance between checking in, that's what I've heard it called, Ellie yeah. Raymond Youngest calls yeah. it that, but also not overchecking. Don't overcheck. Not, not ruining the moment. Yeah. The throw down is a bit of kissing, and then what? <laughs> the word throw suggests there's a bit of... Some, a bit of something going on, a bit, down. Of, a bit of energy. Yeah. So it might be throw you on a bed. Yeah. And then kiss you. Yeah. Right. But then check. Shuff, shuff. <laughs> then check. Is this all right? Yeah. While you and kiss. I have to say, and I, I can't Maybe defend. Maybe throw you down. Are you okay? Get to it. Okay. I can't. I can't defend this from a feminist point of view. But if you were to ask someone whether you can throw them on the bed before throwing them on the bed, that would ruin it. That Forget about ruin. it. Yeah. Forget about it. So throw first. Ask. Later. <laughs> you heard it here. That's Rachel's that's tips. Right. Thank you, Rachel. All right. Let's move on. I want to talk to you about uh, one of my favorite projects you've been involved in, The Mesh Report. Oh, thanks. Did you I'm, watch it? Oh, yeah. I'm a huge fan. Uh, Nish Kumar. Yeah. Let's talk Nish. Yep. One of the greatest comedians of our time. Great. Yep. I love, I, I mean, I want to know what it was like to work with somebody <laughs> of that caliber. Like, what was he like on stage? Did he come up with a lot of that material off the top? Or was it just like a one-take deal? Nish is a brilliant comedian. Nish is like one of my Nish was great. Let me tell you, before they started recording, Nish would uh, go out and do a 15-minute set to the live audience to make them happy, and they loved him. Of course. Um, And that was all obviously unwritten, just off the cuff. And yeah, there would be loads of unwritten bits in the recording, but the majority was carefully and painstakingly written by us and him. And So he did write it, okay. Well, right, so write. then you got to look like you're not reading. Uh, re- yeah, like all That's comedy. part of the skill, isn't it? Yeah. No, we really want Nish on the show. <laughs> but you can't get him, you have to put up with me. I mean, uh, you know Nish, right? You I'll tell him to come on. Uh, call him, you got him, you got your phone? Yeah. I'll call him now. Should I call him? Yeah, give, give him a call. call. Come give on, get Nish on. Give him a call. Because <laughs> I have He never picks up. No, well, let's, get, let's give it a go. This could be, you know, I am a, I'm, Nish Kumar for me. That's the gold standard. He says it's calling, but it's not ringing yet. It's exciting stuff here. That's, that's classic Nish. Of course he'd have a slow phone. Welcome to the EE voicemail. I'm Maybe I can leave a message. After you've finished your message, <laughs> this is Nish Kumar. Or to hear more options, please press 1. Oh, Nish, how the fuck are you? This is your pal Tony Soprano calling here. I'm calling from the Bad Boys Don't Go podcast. I got your number via colleague. Listen, we don't know each other, but we should fucking get to know each other, okay? I don't know what you're up to at the moment, touring, 
comedy, whatever the fuck. I'm a huge fucking fan. And I would, it would be, it would mean a lot if you get back in touch with me. You come on, bad boys done good. We'll, we'll, we'll shoot the shit. We love your rent, Snish. We love your rent. You, you, you make political comedy accessible. That's what I love about you. So I'm wishing you all the best. Have a great week. Love you, kid. <laughs> you, hung, you hung up. I was going to say, also, I'm here, and that's why. Uh, I, 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 I didn't want to blow you up. Were there any perverts on the set of Mesh Report? <laughs> Good question. We've heard, we've heard BBC production, of course. <laughs> um, there was a guy who hugged too much. Oh, really? Yeah. Oof. Comedian? There was a guy, there was a, of all of the hundreds of people involved with MASH, this is the scoop, mm. there was one person who I just feel, and not just me, feel he gave out, he, he invited hugs too much when he didn't know you very well. I just can't believe they took uh, the match report off the air from Dave. You know? Was, it, yeah, because know. It, was it because of the guys are doing the hugs? Was it Dave? No. Was that Dave doing that? No. Did you meet Dave? No. Dave, Dave, Dave. No, never met Dave. Is Dave a real guy? No. Oh. So, yeah, Holding we were cancelled by the BBC, yeah. which was a shame, um, and then cancelled by Dave. So, yeah, right. that did hurt. That one stung. Right, was right. It, so what was? would you say that you were cancelled because you may have been with the political biting humour? You might have been getting a bit too close to the establishment. Wow. Perhaps the Zionist overlords of Dave. No, not the Zionist overlords, no, no. I, I, I followed this so closely, and when I saw the incident with the uh, the roll, the bread roll. Oh, yeah, yeah, he got wow. bread roll thrown Somebody threw a bread roll in this during a performance, and... You'd have I, sorted them out, I'm not you? putting it lightly. I would have fucking put them down. Yeah, if I knew who it was. Wicked corporate, wouldn't it? Some kind of corporate event, and I'm watching, I'm, I'm trying to enjoy the humor. I'm watching the video. Bread rolls are flying. But yeah, I mean, you, you can't. Have you ever had anybody heckle or throw any food at you when you're on stage? No, I've never had anyone throw food at me. You ever been heckled on stage, Rachel? Yeah. What's yeah. it like as a broad to be heckled with maybe something relating to you as a woman? Has that ever happened? Not as much as as it has happened to other co comics, I think. Because I find that very offensive because that immediately, if somebody wolf whistles or says something suggestive as you go on, why would you want to continue performing? After an individual has said such a thing, yeah, very cruel. If that happened to my daughter, I'd fucking wring his neck. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, so I've been doing comedy since 2010, and I think I got, I've had a, a, f a few heckles, but hardly any. And I've wondered about why that is, because I think most comedians do get fairly heckled, and I've heard all the stories from other female comics talking about like sexist heckles, and I've hardly had any. Um, and I've wondered why, and I wonder if it's... I think I have got, as a vibe, quite a schoolteacher vibe right. on stage. Miss Honey. Yeah. Uh, but I th anyway, I've wondered if that's why people haven't heckled me. As Very well. interesting. So what, you, you think or they don't like my tits. I don't know which one of those it is. Well, I mean, I'm not going to go there. Well, she's too cl maybe you're too classy for them to be able to picture sordid encounters. Well, it yeah. never has to be that kind of fight. It's just the... the a male misogynist who's going to heckle abroad on stage. He's not thinking. He's not thinking the bigger picture. He's literally, you know, it's one second of the, oh, you know, that's that's as far as he thinks. <laughs> that's his moment. It's given his approval. That, that's, he's all that matters in that moment. That's why it's so disrespectful because somebody is up there entertaining an audience. They don't need to hear that. Right. But it's interesting that you avoided that, and maybe some other people you say might have more experiences of that. Mm. Perhaps yeah. it's because they talk about sex openly, and that might. 
that is that definitely happens. Definitely, comics I know who talk openly about sex, women comics, definitely get heckled with more sexual stuff because they're like, oh, you're willing to talk about sex, so it's okay for me to shout sexual things at you, which right. is obviously bollocks. Nish makes politics sexy. It turns me on when I hear him talking about the Tories. Or yeah. And he never talks about sex. Though I've heard he's a very tender and giving lover. Who I did you hear that, that from? Well, I heard it from a, a, an intel on the comedy shows. <laughs> yeah. I've got, my, I've got my connections in comedy. Wow. Who tell me connections who've had sex with bits, this? Little, oh, little yeah. bits and pieces. There's a few. He's, he's a serial monogamist, though, by all accounts. Yeah. He's not a shagger. He yeah, could yeah. be He could be having all those left-wing birds, <laughs> all those girls with badges and... All the granola chicks. Short everybody. hair and little nose piercing. That's his bread and butter. They'd be queuing up yeah. all around but, Soho. Yeah, he's, he's a one left-wing bird guy. That's right. He's a classy dude. He is. He's yeah. a real deal. Most of my heroes let me down, but Nish. A bit exhausting at a dinner party, I've heard, though. Well, I, w- I haven't had the pleasure. Can't turn it off. Do you, uh, do you want to start a rumour? We like to oh, encourage really our guests start. to start a rumour. Oh. Uh, Ray's got a few for, for A few today. ideas. I've got a few, um, uh, some light ones. Uh, Tess Daly gets Vernon Kay to wear oven gloves in bed. <laughs> She's got one. tiny hands. Also, Les Dennis still has a life-size replica doll of Amanda Holden. And it's so full <laughs> of his family fortunes that it leaks out of the ears. <laughs> I could believe that. That's so gross. What's Nish insecure about? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. He seems like confidence. No, Question. Nish seems to me like a geezer who's either totally confident or running away from all of his fears. Absolutely. One no. rant at a time. You think somebody would go on television in a suit talking, bringing down the, the powers that be, week in, week out, with skeleton, he got nothing to hide. He's Question. probably insecure about bread. No. Rolls. Yeah. That's fair. PTSD. Absolutely. Yeah. We've all got PTSD. I've got PTSD f- doors. Every time I see a door, I get worried. What I, went into, I went into a calf last year, walked in. They said, we're closed. If that geezer tried to hug me, I wouldn't trust that he was going to give me a hug because I see open things, I think they could be closed. <laughs> what would you say to that uh, hugging perv if he was here right now? What would you say to him? He was right there. Look down the camera. Look at George. I would say, can we please just shake hands or say hello to each other because that is the level of acquaintance that we have. It's fair. I should have wanted to ask Marcus, but obviously he, white privilege, he cancelled on us. I'll try and give the answer that he would have given. He, he does impressions. Yeah. Do you do impressions? No. Can you do some impressions? Okay. Can you do an impression of Nish? No. Or can and you do an impression of someone doing an impression of you? Someone who doesn't like you doing an impression of you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so I suppose that um, if we think that we have to be safe around men, then we're saying that men can't even hug women anymore. <sighs> men can't even hug women anymore. Is that what we... No, I can't. That's I can't. great. That was very good. That was brilliant. That sounded like one of your performances on The Mesh Thank report. Thank you. Yeah. When she looks visibly angry, but she's being lovely at the same time. Yeah, you do that very well. You have that uh, rage behind the eyes. Thank you. Absolute fury. I think it's a, I think it's a talent. If she was a geezer in that moment, she'd be lashing out yeah. someone. You could make a really good debt collection when you when you do that visage, you know. You showing up to the door, maybe getting some of the fucking money that Mood shows a lot of people. You showed up at the door with that face. Give me my fucking money, you motherfucker. You know, I think if you're interested in another career path, talk to me. Anyway, so you can't do it. So that was a good I impression. can do Theresa May. I'll just hear that. Have you got anything I could say in Theresa May's voice? Just uh, talk about Nish. <laughs> talk so about much Nish. of this podcast talking about Nish Kumar. Uh, I just love Nish. I just, what can I tell you? I'm so excited to have left him a voicemail. I'll get his number after the show. I'll leave him some more. Oh, we, can, we can salvage it from the clip. 
I firmly believe that Nish Kumar was wrongly cancelled by the BBC, which is firmly a British institution. That's for, that's it must be part. really tough to have absolutely nailed an impersonation of someone from from the past. It's no longer in the public consciousness anymore, and you're yeah. just wheeling it out, and you wish you had an opportunity to use it properly. Yeah. But instead, you just have to use it occasionally. It doesn't even make sense out of context anymore. I'm not an impressionist. Okay, and what makes a good comedian in your eyes? Someone who is good at saying funny things. Okay, and what would you, what would you think... Quite what makes Nish Kumar so good at what he does? Uh. I think it's that he says funny things and has a moral backbone. I think also it's because he says a lot of things. So if you throw enough shit at a wall, yeah. you'll have some liberal people chuckling at some point or other, won't you? He says things. He does say things. He says a lot. He's like machine gun fire uh, yeah. of moral... You get words. He does say a lot, but you can say too little as a comedian. That's right. You yeah, can I don't run like out of those guys. I don't like the pun guys. What do you? How do you feel about the comedians who do awkwardness as their main thing. I think it's all right for about a minute and then I'll get tired of it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So there's a lot of comedians, they, they, they sort of, uh, they embody a, a character, oh. don't they? They sort of, they say things as if they're reading it off a card and right, they're repetitious, right. shouldn't they? And they say the same thing, I'm Phil Wang, I'm Wang Wang, Phil Wangster. I like that, that's funny. And that's what he does. Well, he does. Yeah. And his first 10 minutes of his show, that was that. I like I'm that. Phil Wang, Phil Wang, Wang Star, Big Wang. I think Wang, that's Wang. very funny. Yeah, it is funny. Is, so that was, well, someone called that padding. But there's a lot of that. You see the new act copying that now. They come out and they sort of embody a character rather than being themselves. I think I'm going to check out Wang. Let me ask you, Rachel Parrish, voice of an angel, mind of Einstein, right? and a body of work. What are you <laughs> going to do next? What's next for you? What are you planning? <laughs> I'm going on tour. Tour. Yeah, you're gonna. You got a comedy show. I've got a comedy show. Um, How long is it? Is it like uh, f ten minutes? I don't understand. No, it's longer than that. Uh, it'll be about an hour and a half, Jeez. spread over two halves. Wow, wow, a lot of material. Break in the middle for wine. Yeah. Do you and Marcus work on your material together? Yeah, bits of it. Yeah. When he's all sad in the car. He doesn't get sad in the car. That's an idea you've got in your head. Where does he get sad? Oh, um. Just in normal places. Does he show emotional vulnerability? Because that's what a lot of men need to do. What he needs to show. No, does he? Does he? Yeah. Does he cry? Yeah. He's a crier. Yeah, he cries. He cries a lot of films. Well, I like to cry at a film. Mm. I cry at a piece of music. Yeah. But I don't cry during a conversation. Yeah, he doesn't cry often during a conversation. That is a soft Have you man. seen uh, Toy Story three? Yeah. The part for me is when. Uh, when all the guys uh, they're in the garbage uh, yeah. and the uh, the crane comes down mm. and they, they're about to be picked up yeah and um, they hold hands because they think it's the end yeah Woody holds hands with the Rex and Buzz and Jesse and if you feel like they're gonna die yeah and if they don't, they get saved by the alien. It's beautiful. Anyway, all right. <laughs> quick fire round. You ready for the quick fire round? Let's yep. do the quick fire round. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. No. How are you? 
I'm good, but I'm very hungry. Comedy or music? Music. Music or Marcus? Long pause. Long <laughs> pause. R. Kelly or Michael Jackson? <laughs> oh, God. I'll choose R. Kelly. Whoa. That's going in. Sugar or salt? Sugar. What is a woman? Can you lip sync now to how you feel about how today's gone and then send us what you actually said later and we'll add it? Can you can you guess in the edit? Try and do some lip reading. We could put subtitles maybe. We can try, but just tell us now how you feel today's gone and how you feel in general. I feel my career is going to be cancelled by this podcast. You've been setting traps for me all the way through and I've fallen for it and I regret it. I regret it. Right. Oh yeah. Well that'll that'll look good later. We'll find out how she feels. For now, she seems like you've enjoyed have you enjoyed yourself, Rachel? Sure, you'll see when I send you what I said. Fantastic. I'm yeah. glad you've had a good time. Bad Boys Done Good was recorded at Vauxhall Podcast Studio. Editing and graphics, Hal Winston Fletcher. Go on and subscribe. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.